Welcome to the Mission Manhood Podcast, where mature masculinity is celebrated and encouraged. My name is Angela Abide, and I will be your host. Every week or so, I sit down with a man who is in the men's movement, helping men grow and thrive in their masculinity, someone who is exhibiting characteristics of mature masculinity, or someone who has a perspective that might be beneficial for those who are seeking to grow and develop in that area. As a woman, I have a unique perspective as a mother and a therapist, and I hope to contribute to the conversation in those ways. Thank you so much for joining, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, I'm glad you're here. A couple of weeks ago, I got an impression that I was going to do a solo episode for the Mission Manhood podcast. And while I see the value of that, at the same time, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, you kind of see the direction you're being led and it's a little bit terrifying. That's how I felt about this, doing a solo episode. But today when I saw that it was International Men's Day it seemed like a perfect time to sit down and record this because I wanted to give you a gift on this day. And I'm not normally a fan of these international days, but this one seemed important based on what I'm doing here and how I feel about you and your support. And so I wanted to to just say thank you and share a few thoughts with you. The first thing is that when I started this in June of 2020, I honestly didn't know where it was going, but it just felt like I was being led in this direction. It's been really nothing but a joy to be here in this space, to learn, to grow, to share. I've met some incredible men and feel truly love for for people that I've met. I wanted you to know that I prayed for you if you're here, if you're a follower, if you're listening, I prayed for you. I pray that God will send people to me that need help in the way that I can give it or need encouragement in the way that I can give it. And if you're here, I continue to pray for you. Sometimes when you're in the space of creating and building, it's easy to buy into the followers and how many people are following But I try to keep myself grounded with that and appreciate every time I get a follower to see that person and be grateful for them. The way I look at it, for a few years, I helped my kids high school with the choir retreat. Me and another mom would get to the retreat center early. We would set things up. We would get things prepared, unlock doors. And when it was time for the kids to arrive, we would go out to this clearing and one by one, these charter buses would arrive, and we usually had three or four of them, and they would park side by side. And then the buses would start to empty, and each one held about 50 kids. And it was just this swarm of ants, and it was always kind of thrilling. They were always happy to see us. And I look at my followers like like that in a way, as if I'm standing in a clearing, and now I'm up to 24 charter buses. You're real people. You're not just followers. I really have a sense of that and hold it in my heart. And I'm just very honored that you're here. My role here, as I'm going on, I'm realizing that it's 
more and more like a representation of the great mother. And I'm not saying that's the only thing it is, but that's what I feel really strongly. A week from today, I'm recording this on Friday the 19th. Next Friday the 26th is the 23rd anniversary of me becoming a mother. On that day, 23 years ago, I had a son. A little under three years later, I had another son. And then a little over three years after that, I had my third son. It has been such a great adventure and I've learned so much from these boys who are now men and young men about masculinity and about raising men and the role of a mother. That informs a lot of what I do. I'm also a therapist and I've worked with men for a long time and I really enjoy that. I feel like there is a crisis in masculinity and in a lot of ways, men have lost their way. Some of that is due to cultural conditioning, but regardless of where we put the blame or regardless of what the reasons are, the result is that men are struggling and in an attempt to reclaim their masculine identity, a lot of times they don't allow for their softer side or the mother or that nurture and care of the feminine. Part of the reason that I'm here also is to exemplify that and to maybe help you understand how you can be a good mother to yourself. One saying that I've heard my whole life is, if you can't run with the big dogs, you need to stay on the porch. Growing up in the South, everybody understood what that meant. In other words, you can't keep up with the men, and so you need to sit on the porch. I think a lot of times it's meant as an insult, but from my perspective, I think about who is on the porch, and that is the feminine, the mother, the caretaker. Based on my experience with raising men, I don't think that men ever outgrow their need for that. I don't look at it as a bad thing because there are a lot of reasons why you might need to take a reprieve and go to the porch. I always think about it in terms of development. Obviously, you're not a baby. You're not a boy. You're a man. But we hold all of those little parts in us. And so at different times, we might need the nurture and care of the great mother or the feminine. I think that's why it's really important to understand that. And some of the reasons why you might need to take some time on the metaphorical porch is you're not quite ready for the challenge that's presented to you. You need some additional time to get ready for that. Another thing is you weren't equipped. I see this as some of the clients that come to me for therapy, they were never given the tools that they need for emotional intelligence. They aren't equipped. They could benefit from that time on the porch. Another reason is because you're injured. If you're injured, you can't run with the big dogs. And so you might need time on the porch to recover from your wounds, whether those are actual physical wounds or emotional wounds, grief. Those are the times where you need to, to spend some time on the porch. Another thing is if you've been fighting the good fight, if you've been fighting a battle for so long, you get exhausted and you need to rest and you need the nurture 
and care that you could receive on the porch. You might need a good meal. You might need to sleep on the good sheets for a couple of nights and get refreshed so that you can go back in and fight again. In terms of the mother and father relationship, sometimes you need companionship. You need to just sit and experience the goodness of being with someone, having someone hold the space for you. Then finally, men benefit from consulting with feminine wisdom. You just need to have some time on the porch to consult and refine your vision and to get ready to go out and pursue it. So I don't necessarily look at it as a punishment or a weakness. I look at it as a necessary part of life. And that illustrates what I see as my purpose here. One other thing I thought I would tell you about is the name Mission Manhood. The definition of mission is an important assignment, also a vocation or calling. But I believe that if you are a man, your greatest assignment or vocation is to become a man and to embody the masculine in its fullness. The definition of manhood is the state or period of becoming a man rather than a child. It's moving from Like the Bible says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. And when I became a man, I put away childish things. That's a process. And sometimes it's a lifelong process. That journey to becoming the father or the king, it involves many different steps and stages. One of my great teachers says that you attain transformation through great love or great suffering. And that's just the path of life. The role of the mother is instrumental in that, and feminine wisdom is helpful in your journey toward the father and the king. When I say I don't think that a man ever outgrows the need for his mother, I'm not talking about your biological mother necessarily. Here's what I've come to understand. I believe that the role of the mother for an adult man is kind of boil down to three things. One is to remind you of who you are. The other is to remind you why you're here. And the third thing is to maintain eye contact. Who you are is a king, a warrior, a magician, a lover. The job of the feminine is to remind you to get back on your throne, to hold you to that higher standard. Why you're here is to do good works. There's a verse in the Bible that says, we are his workmanship created for good works in Christ. And whether you're a Christian or a believer or not, I think there's so much truth in that. We are here to contribute to the world based on our gifts that come from our true self. A lot of times we lose sight of that in pursuit of those things that don't matter as much, things that we can show off to the world or for our own personal gain. But ultimately, the greatest satisfaction in life is when I can use my gifts for the greater good of humanity. And the third thing is maintain eye contact. Back to the porch analogy, If you're thinking about running out, you can always look back and see your mother is there. She's not going to leave the porch. She's not going to follow you. She's not going to tell you what to do, but she's there observing and praying and rooting for you. 
And I do feel like that's the job of the divine feminine. And I'll give you a couple of examples of that. The archetypal image of Mary standing with Christ on the cross. As a mother, I can't imagine even being able to do that. But at the same time, I can't imagine that she could have turned away at that time in his greatest suffering. Children go through many, many deaths in the course of their life. To protect them from that suffering does them a real disservice. So to stand and to maintain eye contact, I'm here, and be a source of strength as they endure those trials is one of the greatest gifts that you can give a child. The other example is from the movie The Black Panther, where the king would drink the potion to strip him of all his supernatural powers, and then he would get in the ring and have to fight as a mere mortal. And his mother was right there looking and watching as he's even near death. Her presence there standing as a representative of, I know who you are and I know why you're here. And I know that you can do this. That's what I think the job of a mother is. So I want to close with a little something that I wrote for you on this International Men's Day. It sums up what I believe is helpful to learn from the Great Mother. These are the things that she would tell you that you need for your life. I love you. I appreciate you. And I want you to know you are worthy of love. You are needed in the world. Your masculine nature is a gift. Allow the little you to heal. Align your body and mind and heart. Ask for what you need. Lead her outwardly. Let her lead you inwardly. Learn the divine dance. Prepare for your bold adventure. Proportion the energy of king, warrior, magician, and lover. Propel yourself to greatness. Thank you so much for your support, for allowing me to be in your space, for following me, for listening to this podcast. I'm grateful for you.